All right, you guys, I apologize for that botched intro. There's been a lot of interesting things happening around here. Uh, my Wi-Fi is acting up, so like some of my devices are working and some of them aren't. I have no idea why. Um, it might have to do with this laptop that I'm looking at, some, using a VPN and doing some work on it, and uh, it's probably messing with the network. But everything else appears to be working. Uh, I started a little too soon. Uh, I didn't have the titles and stuff. Uh, some housekeeping really quick. Uh, Cheese is uh, no longer among us. He will no longer be a part of the show. Uh, we are not fighting. There's no drama in the background or anything like that. Um, this is just probably one of those things that's for the best. It's very unfortunate, uh, but that's just the way it's going to have to be. Uh, with that being said, we are currently live on Trovo D Live Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch.tv. And for the audio only listeners, we are on Spotify, Anchor. Uh, not, not, I apologize for that. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and anywhere else where podcasts exist, thanks to the partnership that I have with Anchor.fm. Uh, kudos to them. And of course, we're celebrating tonight because what the fuck? I know, rookie. I know. We'll, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, that just, it couldn't be helped. It couldn't be helped. Um, yeah, just fuck, man. I, I, I guess uh, uh, I'll, I'll say something nice. Um, I like that, you know, uh, my indispensable former co-host was, uh, you know, he pushed me to, you know, really get myself out there and to try different things and to move the show in a much more lighthearted direction and, and just have a little bit more fun with it. And, um, yeah, man, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Um, obviously something else might be going on in the background. I, I did confirm, uh, you know, like, did I do something? But it, it didn't appear to be the case. Um, so yeah, man, um, you know, just unfortunately, you know, sometimes these things happen. Sometimes people grow apart and, um, you know, I just, uh, I just want him to be happy. Uh, I know, I know rookie it's, uh, you know, just, it couldn't be helped. It couldn't be helped. Uh, it's an indefinite break. I'm not stepping away permanently. Okay, well, never mind. Uh, my, uh, I guess my co-host has come here to correct me. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, fuck. Great news. Great news. Uh, I have it over here on the mini display. Uh, well, that's not it. I apologize for that. All right. Ooh, what is going on here? So the governor uh, primary race in Kentucky has been called for Daniel Cameron. The uh, Trump-endorsed candidate uh, <laughs> knocks it out of the park. <laughs> Holy shit. This is fantastic news. I was I had this horrible sinking feeling in my gut that they were going to do something fishy. But, the you know, the, the happy side of me was like, or the more rational side of me was like, look, Kentucky isn't one of these uh, weird, uh, <laughs> isn't one of those weird states where they got like all, all sorts of nonsense going on. Uh, with their with their election departments, uh, so uh, I just had to keep it real, guys. But there's always that possibility that they would do something fishy. Uh, yeah, it's been called. Forty six percent of the vote is in for at least a Republican primary, and Daniel Cameron is sitting pretty at a forty five point nine percent. Kelly Kraft, who I think spent more money than Ryan Quarles and Daniel Cameron combined, this is a Republican mega donor. This is the woman that can call any member of the Republican Party. doesn't matter if they're a U.S. senator or a congressman or Joe Blow, the state rep from Nevada, uh, not even like like northern Nevada. That, that's who Kelly Kraft is. That's how much power she has. She's likely going to finish in third place. This is the endorsed candidate for tonight, and she got fucking destroyed by Daniel Cameron, by President Trump. And uh, I was told that uh, Trump is a poopy pants loser, that he's no good. 
and that he's toxic and and it's like and and, tr- and DeSantis is the future of the the Republican Party blah 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 you know he's a hero he's a fucking war hero which is bullshit but whatever and uh <laughs> his candidate finished in third place this is one of the richest uh primary candidates uh here, let's see some of these other dorks uh yeah you can probably get like the bottom 5 loser candidates and combine their their uh, how much they've spent with like Daniel Cameron's campaign and Quarles and Kelly Craft still would have outspent them. I mean, she spent a small fortune. Like it's unbelievable how much money she spent. It's insane. Well, she lost. She lost bigly. Um, I'm waiting for. Uh, let's see. Let's pull up uh, Twitter again. Oh, whoops, that's the wrong one. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, the DeSantis people are probably going to be quiet. You know who we can go check up on this? Let's see what Bill Mitchell is up to. I bet he's freaking the fuck out unless he blocked me. I think he did block me. What the hell? Uh, well, I guess it's over. I can't look at uh, Bill Mitchell's uh, shitty tweets. Uh, oh, well, I suppose. He was kind of annoying anyways, but uh, let me see. Uh, hold up. Bill. How do I spell Mitchell? Is this him? Is this a fucking this is old ass boom? No. No, that guy looks too friendly to be Bill Mitchell. Let me see. I'm just going to type in Bill Mitchell. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see what this, what's going on here. Uh, Bill Mitchell showed to talk about the dismal attendance at Trump's rally. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, his endorsees are fucking crushing it. Dude, why does he look like a villain? He looks like a Bond villain. Like, this is the guy who's about to torture James Bond right before James Bond pulls a fast one and escapes. Uh, <laughs> fucking psycho. Uh, let's see. When you find out Bill Mitchell is endorsing you, oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, fuck, dude, you really blocked me. Uh, oh, here. Oh no, what a bitch. Oh god, fuck this guy. What a fucking fruitcake. Yeah, he blocked me. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's not a good night for all the simps out there. You know, for whatever reason, um, Governor DeSantis wanted to do this. Uh, he wanted to move forward uh, with endorsing this unlikable candidate. And uh, and it failed big time. Uh, and it, it, at the very last minute too, at the very last minute, he decided to uh, yeah. Let's go back and look at these results. At the very last minute, he wanted to endorse Kelly Craft. Um, whoever's advising him uh, does not like DeSantis. They're, they're embarrassing the guy. They're making him uh, you know make all these horrible mistakes, all these strategically terrible mistakes, and uh, they're going to come back to haunt him. Uh, and again, the the media was hyping up this race all all yesterday. They needed DeSantis to destroy Daniel Cameron. They needed that candidate, Kelly Craft, to win big time, convincingly. And she's in third place. And she is the richest candidate. She spent the most. And she's the, the, mo- like the, the best connected. She's very well connected. Uh, my dog is, like, dancing around. And I swear to God. I tried to take her out earlier. And I was like, you got to pee? And I guess she doesn't. Lay down, dog. Lay down. All right. So anyways, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, I don't know why he did it. I have no idea why he would do this. Uh, really, really terrible mistake. Uh, Daniel Cameron, does he have a good chance against uh, the Republican, uh, not, I apologize, the Democrat incumbent, Andy Bashir? Uh, probably. I mean, I mean, you got, a, you got quite, a, quite a bit of turnout here on the Republican side. If all these people came out and they unified uh, behind uh, Daniel Cameron, oh yeah, you can easily take out Andy Bashir. But Andy Bashir is a public, uh, not public, uh, he is a popular governor. In Kentucky, yeah, even though he's a Democrat, uh, Kentucky is one of those weird states where it's like it's mostly red. But every now and then you'll you'll get like a, a random blue governor, and he, and he doesn't do that bad of a job. But he, he's kind of a wokester, you know. He definitely uh, 
uh, bends the knee to the Transformers and all the you know the globo uh, globalist nonsense. So uh, yeah, they got to get rid of this dude. Get get, get Cameron in there. Uh, I'm anticipating the uh, response from President Trump. It's going to be hilarious. Oh god, so I'm so happy drinking a fucking beer. I can't wait to dunk on these nerds. Uh, let me see. Let me let me go find one. They always end up in my. Uh, they always end up in my feed somewhere, like Pedro Gonzalez. I, I like teasing him, saying that he's Latinx because I know it pisses him off. Oh, God. You know what? Fuck this. Let's go find him. Uh, let's see. Uh, there he is. Dang. Your boy endorsed the loser. But you're hella ashamed. Winky face. Oh, whoops. Uh, let's do a penis with a jizz stream emoji. Uh, where's the fucking the jizz stream? Fuck, I can't find it. Uh, God damn it. I'm fucking this up. Fucking up my own jizz stream. Uh, shit. <laughs> All right. No jizz stream. Just big old fucking penis. There you go. You know what? Never mind. Dude, fuck that. I want I want to just stream. <laughs> what the fuck is it hiding? Dude, I'm, I'm honestly concerned. I don't think my keyboard has it. This is uh, incredibly concerning. Uh, oh, here it is. I lied. All right, let's do a just stream for Pedro Gonzalez. That's what he gets. Fuck you, Pedro, you piece of shit. That's what you fucking get. All right. The show went south. I know, right? Shut up. Shut up, cheese. Such an asshole. Mm. I haven't even been drinking. But yeah, this is excellent news. Um, oh, goodness. What else is there to report? Uh, nope. Uh, this should remain steady. Honestly, this should this should not change that much. Uh, I do expect uh, the lead to grow for Daniel Cameron. Um, now, now we're at 55%. Yeah. Kelly crafts, uh, <laughs> uh, it's going down. Her percentage is going down. This is absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, we need more of this. We absolutely need more of this. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, this is called like an hour ago. And when somebody was telling me, they're like, oh yeah, dude, like Daniel Cameron pretty much won. I'm like, what the hell? It's like, there's still, I think the polls are still like somewhat open. Like they're barely closing. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah, this is from political guys. They're they're bringing in uh, they're bringing in all these results. So yeah, let's just go ahead and dive into the first story. Uh, we'll be checking in on those uh, throughout the night. Yeah, I don't want to go too long because I do have something to do. Um, oh no, that's that's not what I wanted. I like rearranged the stories because I was like too lazy to do something. But yeah, all right. So uh, Trump v. DeSantis, very very important. Um, hold on one second, guys. Oh, I gotta I fix this. We make. God damn it. Damn it. Uh, let's get this uh, situated really quick. Let's clean that up. There we go. Much better. Um, yeah, so uh, Trump is definitely coming out as a populist, and he's hitting uh, Governor DeSantis on his uh, recent six-week abortion limit ban thing. And, uh, yeah, Trump hits DeSantis on abortion, suggests six-week abortion limit is too harsh. Um I'm going to partially agree with President Trump. Uh, abortion is not really like the most important issue to me. Personally, I am against it. I think it is uh, kind of important to terminate the life of a child. 
However, uh, a lot of Americans are very against removing an already existing right, banning it all altogether, whatever the case may be. And uh, yeah, this is a loser issue. This is a loser issue. This is definitely going to just bleed seats uh, or, or bleed votes from DeSantis. Uh, this is it was very instrumental in a lot of Republicans being taken down and it definitely energized a lot of people to vote in the 2022 primary. Um, and then, of course, Lindsey Graham opening opening up his big fat mouth saying that they want to go further. Uh, it energized a lot of people. I mean, I've seen the you've all seen the videos. We've all seen the videos of all the students at the universities lined up for hours ready to you know submit their little uh, mail in ballot. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, let's just re- read what they have to say here really quick. Oh, fuck. Uh, so, former President Trump attacked Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for his abortion stance on Monday, suggesting in an interview that Florida's six-week restrictions are too harsh. Trump made the statement in a wide-ranging interview with The Messenger, published on Monday. Trump refused to elaborate on his own stance regarding abortion, however, instead claiming to have heard that pro-life voters opposed DeSantis' bill. I wonder who said that. Uh, he has to do what he has to do, Trump said when asked about Florida's abortion rules. If you look at what DeSantis said, a lot of people don't even know if he knew what he was doing. But he signed six weeks, and many people within the pro-life movement feel that that was too harsh. I wonder who's uh, advising him. Uh, I think Trump is making that up uh, because there was another article where you know DeSantis kind of signed this bill, signed this six-week abortion limit very quietly. He didn't want anybody to know because they know it's a fucking loser. You know, this this position here is a stinker. And Trump being Trump, uh, you know, he farts and it makes international news. So he's bringing up the fact that the governor of Florida did this and uh, it's it's not going to look good. This is going to definitely impact DeSantis with independent voters, nonpartisan voters. And uh, yeah, uh, Trump is right to highlight this. And I think Trump is correct to uh, step away from the abortion issue. Just say, yeah, we're, we're going to leave people alone. That's my stance. We're going to leave people alone. We're going to leave the states alone. You know, let them deal with it. Lindsey Graham needs to shut his fat fucking mouth. And DeSantis is a fucking tyrant or whatever he wants to say. And uh, yeah, and focus on things that matter more like electoral, um, you know, security, uh, securing uh, mass deportations, uh, preventing another fucking war. You know, that sort of thing. I think that all that is infinitely more important than the the abortion topic. I'm kind of sour on this. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that a lot of people are not sympathetic to uh, my worldview on this and, and feel that it is wrong. Uh, but uh, and again, and, not, and, and it's also like another thing. It's like I don't really, you know, I, I like Margaret Sanger. I think she's kind of based and red pilled and shit. Um, you know, she she had. I can't repeat what she her opinions, even though she's like a, a figurehead of the, the. She's one of the darlings of the left. But um, the the kind of people, the kind of individuals that go and get abortions and. You know, it's like, do I really care if there's less of them? You know, it's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm definitely on Team Trump on this one. Uh, I think he's doing the right move uh, politically. Um, but DeSantis is probably right morally. But but even then, it's just like this is a loser issue. If DeSantis wants to, you know, uh, make it in the big leagues, you know, he wants to be the president of the United States, which he, which apparently he's going to announce. Uh, but, you know, it's very possible that he decides not to run after the embarrassing, crushing defeat of the candidate that he endorsed, uh, Kelly Kraft, Miss Kraft, uh, still at 16%, and Daniel Cameron, the Trump-endorsed uh, candidate, is at 46%. Uh, it's very likely that he that Daniel Cameron could reach over 50%. Um, I don't know how possible it is, but I think it's very likely. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. 
Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, this is a big deal, and this is going to be a, a very, very contentious uh, topic. Oh my god, what the hell? Oh Jesus Christ, these freaking ads! Yeah, this is going to be a contentious issue uh, moving forward uh, for the the primary, for the Republican primary, and in the general election. Um, you know, the left is, you know, they still got to stick up their ass about Roe v. Wade. That's not going to go away. The fears that they have that the government is going to put their hands on their vaginas and you know, they're going to, you know, tell women what to do with their bodies and, you know, make them into baby factories like that is a legitimate fear from these stupid women and these flamboyant men like Destiny Bonnell or uh, yeah or Stephen Bottle who goes by Destiny on Twitter. Uh, that's a harsh reality. So Trump is going to come out smiling like a rose if he wants another chance at being the president again. And distancing yourself from this uh, issue is, is probably a good idea, as unfortunate as it may be. But let's just be honest. You know, the, the more over like the religious zealots, uh, you know, the people who are uh, – overly religious um i'm just gonna be honest they they lost this argument they lost this fight and uh, that's just really all there is to it and uh, and desantis is likely going to lose this fight the way he lost the fight tonight uh in that (laughs) gubernatorial race in kentucky oh god this is uh, i feel so good dude i can't wait the fucking let's see if uh, we can find somebody else on twitter to to fuck with uh let's see not this dork Hold on one second. Oh my god, these fucking ads just keep coming at me and they don't stop. Uh, I think his name was like Cryptid. Let's see. Damn. Uh, let's see. Johnny Maga reports horrible night for DeSantis. The billionaire he backed in, in Kentucky primary got destroyed by Trump's pick, and a Democrat won the mayoral race in jacksonville he shouldn't uh he should have been campaigning for the people of jacksonville as opposed to jet setting across the world on a book tour Ooh, so it looks like jacksonville lost the mayor pathetic uh yeah jacksonville mayor uh donna deegan uh with 52 percent of the vote versus daniel davis with only 48 percent of the vote apparently it's been called well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, what the fuck, man? DeSantis is an idiot. He's really bad at this. Like I said, that boy ain't ready. Uh, that boy ain't ready. Let me see if I got anything bookmarked. All right. Yeah, so Scott Pressler, 13 hours ago. Uh, Florida, uh, Jacksonville mayor runoff. And, of course, the, <laughs> the, the Republican loss. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. The statewide primary for the governor, uh, Secretary of State, Auditor, Treasurer, polls close at 6 p.m. And Oregon, we'll see what's going on in Oregon. We got a uh, school board election, uh, return ballots to county clerk or official drop box by 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, That's fantastic. Uh, hope yeah. There's been like that, the like the moms against wokeness or whatever the hell they're called, and they've been very successful, completely taking over these school boards. And a lot of times. If they win these positions and do absolutely nothing, that is a huge win. So there's like a bunch of clerks and admins and, you know, a bunch of these useless positions in these school uh, at some of these uh, public schools and the school boards that have been taken over by parents, concerned parents of America or whatever. They're doing literally nothing. They're just sitting on their ass and they're they're not applying for grant money that would otherwise pay for all these useless people. And uh, that's a big win. That's a big win for the taxpayers. So kudos to them. Uh, Pennsylvania statewide primary Supreme Court judicial local races. Ooh, I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, it's probably not going to go too well for the Republicans just because Pennsylvania sucks and is insanely corrupt. 
Um, you know, they basically okie doked it. Uh, they're going to okie doke it just like they did in Wisconsin. So that's not going to be uh, that's not going to be pleasant to uh, to follow up with. But I guess we I guess we can later on. Um, yeah, it seems like all these DeSantis people just started blocking me all of a sudden. I wonder why. Uh, let me see. Where's my Where's my goddamn page? I know I like replied to them not long ago. Uh, I, like I like dunking on these freaks. Um, David Radboy, he's not gonna have a good night. Dude's a total fruitcake and a sellout. Let's see, is that him? No, it's Johnny Maggie again. Oh, uh, oh, unfiltered boss. Oh yeah, let's uh, this guy's uh, he's total. He's Latinx. He's a DeSantis simp. All right, what are we gonna say to him? Dang, bro. DeSantis lost again. Imagine getting outplayed by a man with orange skin. LOL. Trump did nothing wrong. Winky face. All right. All right, let's go to the third story, you guys. Or no, I apologize. I think it's a second story. Eugene Carroll. <laughs> Eugene Carroll is... Uh, she, she's in the news again. Hold on one second. There we go. Uh, nope, that's, uh, I apologize, that's what I don't want. Let's get rid of that. Whoops. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, E.G. Carroll's in the news again. Uh, so Trump, uh, Trump exposes his bogus accuser, E.G. Carroll's previous tweets. Now, I was not privy to this. I knew she's a disgusting sex pest, but I wasn't aware that, uh, it was this bad. I'm just gonna read some of her tweets. So E. Jean Carroll's the woman that sued President Trump and claimed that he raped her at this very fancy, expensive department store in New York City. And of course, there was no evidence. And the jury found that he did not really, he didn't commit that crime. There was no evidence to suggest that that happened. However, he's still liable. Uh, he's on the hook for uh, sexual battery, whatever that means, and defamation. Even though you know he said that he didn't rape her. And they agreed with that statement, but somehow defamation because orange man bad. Uh, so yeah, uh, here's some of her uh, tweets. Eugene Carroll's tweets are archived. They are uh, <laughs> they're they're pretty much public domain at this point. Uh, Eugene Carroll, August 6, twenty twelve. Would you have sex with Donald Trump for seventeen thousand dollars? Even if you could, a give the money to charity. B close your eyes, and he's not allowed to speak? Question mark. Mm, interesting. I wonder why she would say that. Uh, let's see. Charlie Kirk. Eugene Carroll can't remember exactly when she was allegedly great, but 11 years ago, she declared herself to be a massive fan of Trump's show, The Apprentice. So Eugene Carroll, April 22, 2012. Too many good TV shows on Sunday night. My God, what do you watch? And then she, I guess she replied to her own tweet. I'm a massive Apprentice fan. Oh, this is on Facebook. I recognize these emojis. Uh, what else do we have here? <clears throat> Each of us should find one Trump woman that we personally know and spend the next three months tenderly and intelligently convincing her to vote against the candidate <clears throat> of his party in November. That would stop him. Okay. So she seems oddly obsessed with President Trump. This is in 2018. That was in 2018. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, there's still more. Yeah, uh, Trump files a notice of appeal on the verdict in favor of E. Jean Carroll, so he is appealing it. Ugh, goodness, disgusting. How do you know your unwanted sexual advance is unwanted until you advance it? That was uh, November 25th, 2015. Interesting. 
E. Jean Carroll. This is an article that she wrote. Any ideas how to dominate a man? And then she's got a picture of Margaret Robbie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Interesting. And uh, yeah, so it was for Ella magazine. I think that's like a chick magazine. All right, another one. Sex tip I learned from my dog. <laughs> when in heat, chase the male until he collapses with exhaustion. Then jump him. Interesting. There is no such thing as a slut. Only sexual geniuses. Interesting. It's not the most beautiful woman. No, no. It's the woman who makes the least mistakes, who who seduces the most men. Yeah, so she talks a lot about sex and all this adult stuff. Uh, A chap is not a mind reader. Show him what you like, or he will soon regret he even has a penis. Do me and the fellas, when we're at the bar, we don't even talk like that. Yeah, I mean, this is just who E. Jean Carroll is. She's one of these Hollywood dorks. Uh, she's a total uh, Hollywood sexual, the, the fucking sex pest. I mean, what she she mentions it in this tweet. She she learned some sex shit from her dog. Yeah, she a sex tip I learned from my dog. Dude, she looks like a fucking dog. And, uh, and then they expect us to believe that Trump raped this woman, this woman that he does not know. And he, you know, it's just fucking obvious that it's fucking fake. Totally obvious that it's fake. Oh, guys, I got to keep drinking, though. Mm. Goddamn. Dude, that, that beer hits, it hits better when it's warm out, you know? I'm ready for the summer. All right. So let's go ahead and just dive into the next story. Uh, this is kind of important to me. So, yeah, I'm never going to do this order again. All right. So the right has raised $2 million for the guy who choked a homeless man to death. Uh, that guy, that man, is a veteran. He was a former Marine, and unfortunately, he was outed by uh, the military, uh, they, his branch of the military, the Marines, the Marine Corps. They they ratted him out. They doxed him. Uh, yeah, just as they did with Kyle Rittenhouse, the right is lionizing Daniel Penny, who's charged with manslaughter, hailing him as a hero and a good Samaritan. Yeah, he's both of those things, in my opinion. Uh, right-wing leaders are hailing the man who was charged with killing a homeless man on a New York subway car earlier this month as a hero, a good Samaritan, a subway Superman. And their supporters have already pledged millions of dollars to his legal defense fund. A crowdfunding campaign set up by the lawyers representing Daniel Penny, who was charged with killing a homeless dancer, Jordan Neely. Well, he wasn't dancing anymore, uh, but whatever, uh, has already amassed over $2 million in donations. The fund was set up by lawyers Thomas Keeneff and Stephen Kaiser, uh, last week, but exploded over the weekend after Penny handed himself into prosecutors in Manhattan on Friday. He was released on a hundred thousand dollar cash bail. In total, over forty thousand people have contributed to the fund. Uh, I am probably going to be contributing to this fund as well. Uh, it's very important that this man get let off. Um, you know, we just we can't allow this shit to keep, uh, keep happening. Dude. People got to push back against this insanity. Uh, the top con- uh, contribution uh, to the campaign came on Monday morning when far right. <laughs> Far-right podcaster Tim Pool donated $20,000 to the fund. Penny is a Subway Good Samaritan, and we are lucky to have brave souls like him who are willing to do the right thing, Paul tweeted on Monday morning, confirming his donation. He actually relentlessly mocked Daniel Penny. He mocked Daniel Penny uh, for essentially existing in uh, far-leftist shithole New York City and, uh, and for intervening on behalf of other people. Uh, Jordan Neely is a violent thug. He is a career criminal. Uh, he is not well. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But at, at what point are people going to just 
you know, say, you know, fuck this. You know, I'm, I'm enough of caring about Neely's feelings. You know, Neely's, uh, you know, dramatic, horrible background, his, you know, the sob story about being homeless, being sick and all this other stuff. And uh, people need to stand up for themselves. And people should have the right to be able to stand up to themselves and, and stand up for others as well uh, without the fear of being arrested by these Soros DAs. Uh, but there was a tweet that I wanted to highlight. There was a tweet that I wanted to highlight. I bookmarked it and it was, um, let me see if I can find it. I think it's this one right here. What disgusts me most about this is not the thug attacking here. I got to pause this. I got to pause that because there's violence in that video. What disgusts me most about this is not the thug attacking the lady, but the fact that no men stepped in to help said lady. Yes, there's unfair consequences. Look at Jordan Neely, but that's what they want. They want people fearing repercussions so that they don't act up for good. Uh, yeah, probably. But dude, it's just not worth it. Like Ashley Simmons. I don't know this woman. I'm not hooking up with this chick. It's not my girlfriend or my wife or my mom or anything like that. I'm not going to risk my life for a fucking stranger. People who look like Ashley Simmons or this girl, this woman right here. Let me see if I can just skip somewhere. Yeah, she's got pink hair. And for whatever reason, it looks like obstructing her face. Okay, well, this this thing broke, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A girl who got punched in the face by Magic American, uh, she's got pink hair. Again, she voted for policies that protects this Magic American from repercussions. This Magic American probably got into violent altercations at school. He probably brought uh, deadly weapons to school like knives and shit. And because of her opposition to the school to prison pipeline, he gets to roam free because of the people that she votes for. This guy can beat up women on the subway and then be released immediately only to do it again. And those women, people like Ashley Simone, they're going to keep voting for, for the, these politicians, you know, because being empathetic is just so important. Being seen as a good person is, is important. I know this is not a very a really popular opinion, but I'm not interested in risking my life, my well-being, my freedom to defend people that I don't know, that vote against my interests, and uh, who just seemingly don't fucking like me at all. Ashley Simmons is that person. Ashley Simmons is that person. Well, actually, I'm being unfair. I don't even know who this is. Uh, chairman of Britain First, election candidate, mother patriot, uh, software girl. Uh, okay, but still, you, your opinion's wrong. Um... And again, I don't even know what like a Britain first candidate is. I mean, she's probably pro-immigration anyway. So, uh, yeah, fuck her. Mm. I mean, it's not a popular opinion, man. It's hard to admit this stuff. But it's like, do you want to end up like this guy? This guy right here, Daniel Penny? You know, good Samaritan. He was defending people on that train. And he didn't even intend to, to, to gravely harm Jordan Neely. And uh, and this is his life now. He he's even if even if he succeeds, even if he prevails, legally speaking, criminally speaking, uh, he's going to be a hunted man. He will be pursued through civil courts by money hungry family members of Jordan Neely. He will not know peace because he he took the life of a magic American, one of the preferred people of this country. And that's just a harsh reality, guys. It's a harsh reality that we live in. And there's really not much else to say to that. But they're comparing him to uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. They're, they're lionizing Daniel Penny. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, because they, they see good here. They see a good man who did a good thing, who may have made a couple mistakes. You know, he miscalculated his strength. And, uh, and again, we don't even have the full picture yet. It's, it's very likely that uh, Jordan Neely was like on drugs and shit. And that, that may have largely contributed to his unfortunate passing. But uh, again, you know, just like, you know, you shouldn't have intervened. If I was there, I'd be like, yo, if I knew this guy, I'd be like, yo, dude, just let it go. Like, this isn't our fucking problem. Another of the top donations to the cause, this time $5,000 was listed as coming from musician Kid Rock, who used the donation as an opportunity to opine on Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, leaving the message, Mr. Penny is a hero. Alvin Bragg is a POS, Kid Rock. Here, here. Meanwhile, a crowdfunding campaign set up to support Neely's family has $123,000. Yeah, good. Yeah, fuck Jordan Neely and his shitty family. They raised an evil bastard, a career criminal. He victimized people. And finally, he came across somebody who wasn't going to put up with it anymore. And I, I think, you know, an accident happened. Jordan Neely unfortunately passed. But you threaten people with violence. Eventually, you're going to come across somebody who's not going to tolerate that shit. We stand with good Samaritans like Daniel Penny. Let's show this Marine America's got his back. Florida governor and presumed candidate for the GOP presidential nomination, Ron DeSantis, wrote in a post linking to Penny's legal defense fund. I would like to see a, a, a strong support from President Trump. He came out and he defended Kyle Rittenhouse. He needs to do the same for Daniel Penny. Uh, Jordan Neely was a violent criminal who should have been behind bars. Georgia rep Marjorie Taylor Greene wrote on Twitter on May 6th. In a post that was liked by Twitter CEO Elon Musk, Green was referring to a police statement that Neely had 44 previous arrests for offenses such as assault, disorderly conduct, and fair evasion. Uh, there's also kidnapping of a minor. Where's that? Do they mention that here? Probably not, because Vice is uh, it's a shitty leftist rag, and they're they're actually bankrupt at this point. Uh, George Soros might buy them, buy them up. Yeah, good riddance. Fuck you, Vice. Learn to code, bitch. Uh, the Marine who uh, stepped in to protect others is a hero, Green wrote on Twitter, while uh, Florida rep Matt Gates retweeted Subway Superman. Daniel Penny is a hero. Today, I will personally be donating to his legal defense fund on Give, Send, Go. Away from Twitter on more fringe message boards and platforms where far-right wingers or far-right figures congregate. Uh, the comments also express support for Penny, but in much more racist and violent terms. How do you violently support someone? My internet is being stupid tonight. Yeah, my internet. Hey, rookie. Yeah, my internet is also being pretty stupid and stubborn as well. I'm once I'm done with this, I got I got to fix all this before like I go out, and I'm feeling much better too. Yesterday I was feeling kind of dumpy, you know, but uh, you know the steam room helped. Uh, I I, I got pretty good sleep, and uh, I'm a little stuffy, but you know nothing. Uh, a little t uh, tissue paper can't can't fix. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know what's going on. I got like a very expensive like modem Wi-Fi thing, and it's never had problems. It's never had problems. Usually when I have issues, it's like, you know, frames drop and it's out of my control. But something is going on here. I might have to reset it. Like even my security system is down. Uh, so I was like scrambling before I got on. I'm just like, oh, my God. And I'm like in a million different places right now. But what's important is my dog is sleeping. Last thing I needed for her to like run around and take a piss behind me. It'd be pretty upsetting. Uh and I was also, I was, uh, I was totally, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, taken by surprise by the, um, by the, by Jesus comment, 
just to clarify, it's an indefinite break. I'm not stepping away permanently. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what that means. Um, but okay. Uh, shit. So yeah, Daniel Penny, hero, did nothing wrong. Um, I should have included a link in the description, but uh, yeah, just uh, just type in the in Google Daniel Penny Defense Fund. I'm gonna be donating some money for him, and uh, yeah, no, this is uh, again I supported Kyle Rittenhouse, and I think it's important to uh, support Daniel Penny. I'm not sure why uh, President Trump isn't supporting him as as strongly as uh, somebody like DeSantis is. If DeSantis has gone out of his way to strongly defend this guy, uh, it stands to reason he's not gonna be like antagonistic or hateful towards Trump. It's probably why it was so much easier for uh, Trump to defend Kyle Rittenhouse uh, because Kyle's been to Trump events, literally right there in the front, you know, cheering and waving at President Trump. And uh, I don't know what Daniel Penny's deal is, but um, again, I think it's just the right thing to do, regardless of what Daniel Penny personally believes. Unless he's like a communist or something, then yeah, fuck him, let him rot. But I don't think that's the case. I don't believe that's the case. Um, Let's go back to Twitter really quick. I want to make sure that I'm absolutely not forgetting any any of my bookmarks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So this is a uh, Ron DeSantis before uh, getting fucking ass blasted by Trump and Daniel Cameron in the Kentucky gubernatorial race. Uh, yeah. So the next story kind of relates to this post right here. So Defango, former guest of the show, he writes, here is Eliza blue promoting the award she got for helping these two minor survivors that just got their case dismissed. She never did anything other than collect credit. Uh, she was never due. So Eliza Blue, she posts this shit. This is her post. So the internet has been trashing her for over 24 hours. I know how that feels. So I wanted to say that I'm giving her a chance uh, despite that because I like to form my own – do the, the grammar here uh, – form my own opinions about people. And I'd be the one uh, – and I'd be one of the advocates fighting against the platform if I felt that it was needed – Zoom in on the on the Twitter part of my 2023 Polaris Star Award. I was nominated by the lawyer currently suing the platform. So yeah, I remember this. This is back when she was like a, a you know I was a sex trafficking advocate. Um, yeah, it's Polaris Award. She got this for doing absolutely nothing, and it was one of the concerns that I had. It's like okay, she's a sex trafficking advocate, and she has cases. These are her words. Her words exactly. She has cases. She works cases. What do you do? How do you work a case exactly? What software do you use? Um, you know, are you working with a lawyer? Are you working with a, with a legal team or with any law enforcement agency? And, and just no answers. It's because she made it all up. She made it all up, you guys. Uh, so we got to – and I bring that up because I, I think it's just, uh, very, very silly, very interesting. Oh, hold on one second. How do I get rid of this shit? Uh, this is my third story. Yeah, here we go. So from Reason.com. Appeals court dismisses lawsuit accusing Twitter of sex trafficking. That, that was the case that Eliza Blue was, you know, commended for, uh, you know, she was commended for advocating for the victims here. Plus, Connecticut may exonerate witches. Federal regulators are waging a quiet war on crypto. Oh, I don't give a fuck about any of that. All right, so Twitter prevails in sex trafficking case. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the 19th Circuit has dismissed a lawsuit that accused Twitter of participating in the sex trafficking uh, venture. The suit, which invoked the controversial 2018 Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, represented an, op- represented an, op- an important test case for how expansively FOSTA would be interpreted, uh, interpreted. The case was brought by two John Doe's and the group formerly known as Morality and Media, a conservative activist group that now uh, goes by the National Center on Sexual Exploitation 
at the crux of the case are sexually oriented videos that the that the Joes, the John Doe's took of themselves when they were young teens. The teens shared these videos via Snapchat with an adult posing as a teenager. This person did not keep them private and they uh, wound up circulating online. Years later, someone tweeted links to a complaint of uh, a compilation of these videos that was hosted on another website. Twitter eventually removed the tweets linking to the video, though it took a little more than a week after one doe first responded and then uh, uh, reported them and a nudge from someone at the Department of Homeland Security, according to Nose. Uh, I wrote about the case and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, this is a uh, this is not ideal. This is not ideal. It would have been nice for them to be held accountable for this, uh, but I kind of understand uh, why. I mean, it's kind of difficult to hold a platform accountable for what millions of people may be posting or resharing or just sharing altogether. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, you know, Eliza Blue felt the need to insert herself into this this case, and uh, this is what what came as a result. In the Reddit case, the Ninth Circuit held that a plaintiff to invoke Foster's immunity exception, she must plausibly allege that the website's own conduct violated section uh, 1591. It also held that in a sex trafficking beneficiary suit against a defendant website, the most important component is a defendant's, uh, the defendant website's own conduct, its uh, participation in the venture, and a complaint against a website that merely alleges trafficking by the website's users without the participation of the website would not survive. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but it, it's pretty clear that, you know, Twitter was one of the the arguments one one of the points that people were making about Twitter's conduct in regards to cases like this cuz it wasn't just these two there's just so many there's a lot of creeps on this platform it's that Twitter was hyper focused on censoring lawful speech censoring comments about gender censoring comments about the 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 bullshit election censoring um, just truthful things about the, the Clinton crime family, the Biden crime family, so on and so forth. And uh, yeah, so they, they were just dragging their asses and they were instead uh, <laughs> they were instead focused on, on those things rather than the exploitation of these children. So I understand the frustration of the children, but you know, you can make a very reasoned argument that Twitter did not act nefariously. They did not act carelessly and they did not act in a way that would run a foul of the FOSTA act. So it's, it's unfortunate you guys, but uh, you know, and even worse, even worse is that, uh, you know, people like Eliza blue were able to exploit the, the dragging of the ass. They were able to exploit, you know, Twitter just moving so slowly and uh, make a name for themselves. Fortunately, she got uh, knocked down a few pegs and she's no longer a thing, even though the Tim pool uh, goofballs are, they're still, you know, um, they're, they're still shilling for her. They're still defending her. They're probably still hanging out with her and shit. Shane Cashman probably is sleeping with Eliza Blue. It wouldn't surprise me, even though he's married. Uh, yeah, those, those people are a bunch of degenerates. And uh, and again, they were so slow to just come out and denounce this person who's a blatant fucking liar. She's an opportunist. Yeah, so shame on Twitter for helping to make this woman popular. Uh, but luckily, our good friend Defango is around watching, lurking in the darkness, and coming out. Uh, when necessary to um, correct things. So, yeah, I <laughs> thought it was pretty damn funny. Uh, let's go over to the mini display really quick and let's see what's going on. So Daniel Cameron's lead is indeed growing. It is at 69%. He is at 47.5%. Uh, Will he reach over 50%? I have no idea. I am hoping that that is the case. 
again, hours ago, this race was called. I thought that was a little bit too premature, but the people who were calling it are very talented and they know what they're doing. Me being a skeptic and just wiry, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe something crazy is going to happen, but I guess not. I guess not. Daniel Cameron uh, exceeded every expectation. I mean, look at this. Look at the the, the total. Uh, Andy Bashir has 137,000 votes. Uh, Daniel Cameron, in a packed field, has 107,000 votes. So if he plays his cards right and you know he he runs a very Trumpy populist campaign, he is going to be the next governor. But Andy Bashir is not going to go down like a bitch. The Democratic Party is going to throw a lot of money at him. Daniel Cameron is not going to have that luxury because he is a Trump-preferred candidate. He is the MAGA candidate. He is the populist candidate. And, uh, you know, the, you know the, the Mitch McConnells of the world, would, they're going to abandon him. It wouldn't surprise me if the Republican Party starts abandoning MAGA candidates right now as we speak. Because uh, they do not want Trump to have allies in any part of the government. Daniel Cameron is going to be a reliable ally. And, uh, yeah, so that's why we're, we're likely going to be seeing something like that. I mean, look, Andy Bashir, um, you know, the Democrats, they all rallied around him. They all rallied around this guy. Uh, none of those people went over 10,000 votes. It's all Andy Bashir. But just the fact that, you know, you can you can just remove Ryan Quarles and, and give his vote share to Daniel Cameron and he would defeat Randy Bashir easily, easily. Uh, so in a packed field, in, in, a, in a packed field, you know, uh, Andy Bashir may have a chance. But when it's just these two up against each other, I, you know, I it's going to be rough, man. It's going to be a rough race. Um, President Trump, uh, if, if I was any of these candidates, I would invite Trump all the time, invite him over for dinner, invite him over for every event, have him call in to, you know, some meeting with parents. Uh, Cashman pisses me off so bad. Yeah, rookie. Cashman is the worst, man. None of those people have integrity and he's not even a good writer. As somebody who like actually writes and knows how to write, like it, his writing offends me. It offends me that he's that popular. And, uh, and and like Tim Pool, you know, I was talking about the again. This is again having no integrity. This is what I mean by having no integrity. Daniel Penny, uh, let me see if I can pull that story up again. Daniel Penny is uh, whoops, no, yeah, Daniel Penny, this guy right here who who raised two million dollars. You know, Tim Pool said something to the effect of like, okay, well, you're on your own. This is what you get for living in you know a libshit city. Fair enough, but um, you know, some people they they can't afford to move. They have family there. They have their job there. They can't just up and leave. I know it's a smart thing to do. I get it. And he was just so heartless and cruel and and, and all that. And, and, and it was only after he got ratioed, after he got completely fucking BTFO'd, he decides to donate $20,000 and buy up all that goodwill that he lost. He, he bought it back. Or at least he thinks he can do that. But dude, Temple has no integrity. No reason for anyone to ever follow me. It's strange. Defango is following you. Is he really rookie? Um, well, uh, I don't know why. Um, Defango is a nice dude. Uh, it shouldn't be a scary follow. Uh, yeah, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. But yeah, you know, these people, no integrity whatsoever. And, and it was just so heartbreaking to, to see these people like defend a serial liar, uh, a, a plagiarist, uh, one of the biggest frauds of the year, defend them vigorously and gaslight the shit out of their audience, mock their audience. Uh, it should have destroyed Tim Pool. Uh, for, for a while, at least. So, like, what, what conservatives are doing right now to Bud Light, it all, Tim Pool's viewers should have done to Tim Pool. That, that's my opinion on the matter. Mm. God damn. It's a good beer. It's Modelo. This is, 
It's not bad. I, I used to drink Bud Light. You know, my friends would just buy it. It was cheap. It was on tap or whatever. And it's like, you know, fuck it. But now it's like, you know, you don't want to get shamed, right? Uh, let's see. What's our next story? All right. Let's go to the sixth one, you guys. God, dude, I totally screwed this up. No. There we go. All right. Students at home over shirt that said there are only two genders. <sighs> this is just so fucking tiring, guys. It is so tiring. Um, you know, I I'm generally pro student. Like, there's videos online where like the student is beating up a teacher because the teacher took their phone away. Uh, unironically, I'm on the kids side. Teachers should not be taking shit from the from the kids unless it's like a weapon or something, or like drugs. But don't take their fucking phone away. Those things cost way too much money for them to take. Massachusetts, of course, it's Massachusetts. The Morrison family is planning to take legal action against. Um, Nicole's Middle School for allegedly, well, let me pull pull this up uh, for allegedly violating their son Liam's First Amendment rights. In late March, Liam was instructed to remove a shirt that stated there are only two genders. Attorneys representing NMS informed the Massachusetts Family Institute (MFI), which is representing the Morrison family, that they would continue to prohibit Liam from wearing the shirt to school, even after he told them that he planned on wearing it again on May fifth. When he said, uh, we don't understand gonzo journalism, my British play. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that, that really pissed me off. I'm like, dude, like, it's like your audience is not stupid. I know you guys think they're stupid and you treat them like shit. So, you know, it's like you're, you're tricking them. Uh, but it's easy to trick people. Like, even smart people can get tricked. Uh, my, my former mentor, James Randi, he taught me that. Even smart people can be tricked. Uh, he went on stage. He was, a, he was a magician. You know, he was kind of like a Houdini. And he, he went on stage, and he was doing this really fun lecture about tricking people and deceiving people, that sort of thing. And, uh, and he was talking into the microphone. And then after about five minutes of the speech, he, he reveals that the microphone is not actually a microphone. It's, a, it's like a razor, right? And he turns it on. Puniti, Mac. Puniti, brother. We got Grigas in the house. And uh, he also was wearing these fake glasses. And he just used his fingers. And he revealed it's like there's not even – they don't have lenses. And, um, yeah, so they, they probably think their, their audience is dumb because they trick them. But it's just like maybe your audience, they have good hearts. And they, and they actually believe you guys when you say the things that you say. And you do the things that you do, um, and they're taking advantage of their goodwill. That's just, that's the harsh reality of it. Um, people without integrity do that all the time. They'll take advantage of, of good people, well-meaning people, and trick them. Um, it's it's unfortunate, but that's just the reality. Like that, like Tim Pool is a grifter. You know those, those Daily Wire cucks are grifters. And they're liars, and they, they they don't give a fuck about most people. That's just how they are. Like, like this kid right here, like this is infinitely more important than, um, you know, protecting this kid's uh, First Amendment rights. This is more important. Again, the, these culture warriors, they're not talking about this. They're not talking about this at all. Uh, they're, they're too busy, uh, you know, bullying trans individuals, which is, you know, again, um, not something that I endorse or would do. And I understand where they come from, but there's just more important shit to worry about. Uh, so what happened is very, very shortly after I arrived, I was actually a bit early is just as the school was opening up 
it didn't uh, really take long for someone to walk into my homeroom and someone to tell me, hey, I need you to follow me. Morrison told Fox News. And knowing the shirt I was wearing and even though how different it was, I figured out that they would probably want me to come in, uh, to the principal's office. And after I had followed them, I went to the room that they told me to and already took my shirt off because I knew that that's what they were going to uh, ask me to do. Uh, he said that school has been fairly normal since. Uh, let's see. What else? Is that? Liam did everything correct in the situation. Uh, Whiting added he uh, he hasn't disrupted anything. He hasn't harassed anyone. And yet they're still censoring him uh, just because they don't like what his shirt had to say. And that's made even more obvious by the fact that they made him take off a censored version of the shirt. It didn't even say anything about gender. It just uh, made the statement about censorship. And because Liam was wearing it, they made him take it off again. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of this funny situation when I was in middle school. I uh, I was wearing the shirt. I got it at like Hot Topic or Spencer's or something at the mall. And uh, hold on one second. It said, uh, save the trees, wipe your ass with an owl. And because it had the word ass on it, like I got suspended from school. Um, yeah, so I... I when I hear about people getting like in trouble for like the T-shirt that they're wearing, uh, I think fuck the schools. Uh, let the kids wear what they want. Uh, you know, as long as it's like you know visually appropriate. You know, like it, it could say you know it could be as offensive as they want it to be. Let me let me see what we got here. A 12-year-old boy attending middle school in Middleborough, Massachusetts, was sent home from school recently for wearing a T-shirt, which teachers complained made some students feel unsafe. Fuck em. shirt that Liam Morrison wore looked like this one with five words. There are only two genders. By the way, that is not my opinion, YouTube. Please don't ban me. There's clearly a million genders. I am all in favor of the million genders, and this is bigotry. It lacks inclusivity and diversity. All right. Liam recently told the school board that he refused to remove the shirt because he was only stating facts. <laughs> I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. Even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions, and I have a right to express those opinions. Even at school, this right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. I feel like these adults were telling me that it wasn't okay for me to have an opposing view. Their arguments were weak, in my opinion. I didn't go to school that day to hurt feelings or cause trouble. I have learned a lot <laughs> from this experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view. I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decisions. Liam probably learned more. What a smart kid. Dude, I should probably have him be my co-host now that uh, Jesus uh, departed. Um, I know what this is like. Um, I was kind of a bastard when uh, when it came to like the public school shit. I was a bad boy. I was I, I was kicked out of so many schools. Uh, I've been to Opportunity School, and a lot of the times, you know, the teachers are shithead. I mean, just look how dismissive a lot of these uh, goofballs look in the audience, or not the audience. Yeah, like the, these. Uh, I don't know who these people are. Uh, probably board members or something. Uh, but yeah, I wonder who complained. I wonder what fucking whiny turd complained to this uh, about this kid who has a significant number of followers on TikTok. He's raising his son as a girl. Let's pray he doesn't force the child to undergo life-altering gender reassignment surgery. Folks, I don't understand why any father would want his son to become his daughter or why Western society is now obsessed with children changing their sex. I do know that God loves that little boy and all of us. 
just the way he created us. As we distance ourselves from him, we try to become our own God. Instead of God making us in his image, we create ourselves in our image, the one we have of ourselves. And no matter how much we Dude, I don't even know if I'm allowed to show that. Fuck. We have <clears throat> never been God. We never will be. Well, that's it today from the Global Lane. Be sure to follow us. All right. Well, yeah. Um, little Liam did nothing wrong, and he's always welcome on the show. So I can hear more of these edgy opinions. Did he probably post like the N word and shit like on Reddit? Kids probably, kids probably really fucking funny. Let's go back to the uh, mini display. Let's see where we're at right now. All right. So uh, Daniel Cameron is still sitting pretty at a forty-seven point five percent. We're at a seventy-five percent uh, vote share. That's uh, totally in right now. Oh fuck. Oh man, I want him to go over fifty. I'm gonna be upset. It's gonna ruin my night if he doesn't make fifty percent. I'll, I'll settle for 49. I'll settle for 49. But yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, man. Just out of the park. Out of the park. Uh, let's see. Andy Bashir. Uh, yeah, he's not in danger. Let me see. Are there any, are there any other races? Uh, Secretary of State? Oh, the Republican won. Oh, that's excellent news. Michael Adams. Kudos to this dude. Well, it's a primary. So, uh, yeah, I guess there were no Democratic challengers. See who else we got here. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I wish uh, people were able to vote for the Democrat uh, incumbent so we can see, you know, the difference between these two. Um, yeah, we need this. We need this. Yeah, the incumbent. Goodness. Oh, man. I'll probably be, uh, probably have to do a dedicated video, a standalone video uh, for that. Um, let's go back to where's my Twitter page at? Here it is. All right. So Defango is following you? That's interesting. Bookmarks. I think that's really about it. I don't know what else. Yeah, I didn't have much bookmarked. Um, let me see. Ron DeSantis really quick. See if he's responded. Maybe if Ron DeSantis cared as much about his candidates in Florida instead of traveling the world and the country campaigning for president, he might have spent a little time in Jacksonville trying to help his mayoral candidate. But Ron got what he needed already from Florida for his own ambition. That is true. By the way, he's going to have to win Florida if he wants to defeat Trump in the primary. Yeah, morning console. Six hours ago, Trump posts biggest lead yet over Ron DeSantis. He is sitting at a sixty-one percent. By the way, the majority of the polls have Trump over fifty percent. If you're a, a quasi incumbent like President Trump is, and you have over fifty percent support in, in in multiple polls, you're you're pretty much a shoe-in candidate. You you pretty much won already. Uh, DeSantis' lead is evaporating the more people get to know him. And honestly, personality matters. This guy does not have a personality of his own. This is a guy who's used to being told, uh, just never hearing the word no. He gets everything that he wants. But when he ventures out into the real world, meeting real Americans, uh, they're they're rebuking him. They're saying no. Trump, on the other hand, uh, he's beloved by everybody at a 61%. Uh, that's that's quite a lead. That's quite a lead. So those this is eight hours ago. Uh, put up by Johnny Maga. Uh, let's see. I've already uh, started campaigning uh, a campaign strateg- uh, strategizing for understanding because that's what gay besties are for. What is this? And we're live in three, two. 
We are back, and joining me now is the worst thing to happen to Disney since the It's a Small World. Oh, this is a skit. It's probably going to be painfully unfunny. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trump hosts a Kyle Rittenhouse after he killed BLM protesters. Demon time. I know, right? Yo, what's up, dude? Let's get those, uh, those frog emojis early tonight. Yeah, dude, I did an early stream. I did an early stream just because... Uh, I wanted to uh, wrap up some things around the house. Uh, also, I got to troubleshoot this internet uh, because my, my Wi-Fi is like all screwy, man. Um, not having a good time. And also, like I was like kind of sick yesterday, and I feel a lot better today. And uh, I got to hit the steam room again. I'm going to hit the gym. Like I actually do gym stuff because I didn't really do anything at the gym yesterday. Like I didn't even feel like going swimming, um, which is generally a pretty good thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're going early tonight. Also, we've been following the Kentucky gubernatorial race and the Trump endorsed candidate did win. Uh, so yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is great news. It's been a good night. It's been a good night overall. Um, so yeah, where was I? Uh, yeah, DeSantis just getting absolutely crushed. Yeah. He destroyed his career. You guys, uh, like if Matt Gates wanted to challenge him for the, for the governor of lately like, in a gubernatorial race, uh, Matt Gates might win. I'm not even kidding. Matt Gates might likely win against uh Matt Gates might might likely win against him. Let's see. Uh let's look up Laura Kraft. Let's look up Laura Kraft really quick because I wanna let's see what's going on here. Oh what the fuck? Let me see. I mean, I'm just typing craft. Uh let's just type in Kentucky. Jesus, why can't I find anything? On this race. Oh, wait. Lara Craft? I think it was with a K. It's probably what I'm... Oh, it's Kelly Craft. Fuck. I'm an idiot. I'm, like, totally botching this. All right, so Kelly Craft. Let's see if she can see it already. Join us tonight at the Campbell House. Doors will be open from 5.30 p.m. Uh, East EDT. Please register online. Yeah, she's going silent. She's going dark. She's kind of a fox. But yeah, no, she, she fucking lost, man. She got absolutely ass blasted by, uh, by Trump and his candidate. Dude, I can't believe he endorsed her, dude. What was he thinking? Uh, let's see. Kelly Kraft and Vivek Ramswamy get out the vote rallies. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder why Trump didn't endorse her. I wonder fucking why. Damn, dude. Uh, you hear they might be uh, hypothetically turning the frogs gay? Uh, yeah, hypothetically, I heard that. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. All my green-skinned Brutas uh, don't swing that way yet that I'm aware of. And hopefully it stays that way. We certainly don't want any of that. We need uh, baby frogs to repopulate the pond that's been poisoned by these uh, disgusting cities. Um, <laughs> yeah, deep craft. Uh, let's go to the mini display really quick. Uh, let me see. We're going we're gonna to Google Ron DeSantis... Kelly Craft. Who the fuck is Laura Croft? Uh, dude, I'm Trump ally. Uh, Trump ally defeats DeSantis back candidate in Kentucky gubernatorial primary. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel uh, Cameron, uh, a, a Donald Trump back candidate, 
won the Republican, uh, Republican primary for Governor Tuesday, defeating a competitor quietly and en- quietly endorsed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. What a fucking pussy, dude. See, this is why I can't respect Ron DeSantis. I just can't respect him. I've gone so long without trashing him because I don't want to be as obnoxious like the Ron DeSantis. But uh, yeah, no, this is a... Uh, this is who he is, dude. Like he quietly ban- did the six week ban on abortion. He quietly did this. Trump just like goes in there and just like starts swinging his fist like a man. And an early test of Trump and DeSantis endorsement powers. DeSantis doesn't have any powers outside of Florida. He's got no sway. People aren't. They don't care about DeSantis outside of the Sun Belt. The Rust Belt is not the Sun Belt. The Southwest is. They're not into that shit. The Associated Press called the race for Cameron shortly after 7 p.m. So literally, uh, I think like an, <laughs> I think it was before the polls closed. Uh, Cameron held a double-digit lead over State Agricultural Commissioner Ryan Quarles, uh, Trump-era UN Ambassador Kelly Kraft, and nine other candidates. Yeah, none of them even came close. Quarles did a thousand times better than Kelly Kraft, and he spent l- less than, I think, both of those candidates combined. Uh, Kraft earned DeSantis' backing in a statement to Fox News on Monday with the Florida governor comparing her policy stances with his own governing style. Kraft shares the same vision we do in Florida, DeSantis said, adding she will stand up to the left as they try to indoctrinate our children with their woke ideology while blasting incumbent Democrat Governor Andy Bashir as a woke liberal governor who's put a radical agenda uh, ahead of Kentuckians. That is certainly true. Trump threw his support behind Cameron in June and appeared at a uh, telephone rally with him on Sunday saying, I have no doubt he's going to be a fantastic governor. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, Republicans view the Kentucky gubernatorial race as a bellwether for their election prospects in 2024 when the Democrats risk losing their Senate majority in several swing states where vulnerable senators are up for re-election. The election also served as one of the first chances for Trump to redeem himself after losses of his preferred candidates in 2022, which wasn't his fault. It was Mitch McConnell's. We we know what happened. Uh, Election led many in GOP. Uh, in the GOP to blame him for costing Republicans the Senate majority and contributing to a slimmer than expected majority in the House. Yeah, no, uh, the, the the GOP guys, they, they sabotage their own races. They sabotage their own races, plain and simple. Um, you know, Trump did his best. He went where he needed to go. DeSantis was a team player. He went out there and he, he, he stomped for the, the, the good guys. Um, but ultimately, money in most instances matter. Uh, in this case, in this very unique case, apparently it didn't. Kelly Kraft is insanely rich, insanely powerful, and her money didn't mean anything. She got third place. She got third place, and she outspent both of those candidates combined. It's pretty embarrassing. I don't know why DeSantis did that. I have no idea. I'm looking at this, and I'm just like, why? Why would you do this? Uh, They probably, my guess is it was like a backroom deal. They forced DeSantis. They told him, you're going to endorse Kelly Kraft. You're going to get involved at the 11th hour if you want us to continue to support you and to give you money. So he probably said, yeah, sure. Why not? If I was Governor DeSantis and I was looking at these polling numbers, uh, here, let's go back to the right here. If I was looking at these polling numbers and the candidate that I endorsed that spent that much money got third place, I would go on television tomorrow, do a press conference, endorse President Trump, and and pray that people forget what stupid decisions that I made prior to the 2024 election. Because uh, this is atrocious, you guys. This is career-ending shit. Um, 
and I know a lot of people like Governor DeSantis, and I do too, but the reality is he's not ready for prime time. He's not ready for the big leagues. And a lot of these decisions make no sense uh, strategically. I don't know why he's doing it. I don't know who's advising him. Uh, they don't know what, the, like, if he was paying me, it would be a whole different game. It would be completely different. I mean, if I, if I was forced to, and I, and I had to get him to run a campaign, uh, it would take a lot of work, but it would be vastly different than what we're seeing right now. Uh, but as a friend, uh, if I was asked nicely what he should do, I would say endorse President Trump, follow him around, help his candidates, be a team player, and then one day you will be the president. You will likely be the next president because he had so much goodwill built up being the governor of Florida, and he pissed it all away doing this shit. Yeah, Kelly Craft, I don't know much about Kelly Craft other than she was hand- She was good friends with, uh, with Mitch McConnell. He handpicked her to be a part of Trump's regime. And um, yeah, but other than that, like Trump doesn't really care about Kelly Craft. He cares about Daniel because they are friends. And she got third place, even though she's a billionaire and she spent a small fortune. Good fucking riddance. And for whatever reason, DeSantis felt the need to defend her and to endorse her. I think it was ill-advised. Whoever's advising him, uh, <laughs> if I could tell him one thing, it's like, yeah, dude, you need to stop because they're they're not advising you. They're not doing you any favors, and and you're likely jeopardizing your entire uh, political career. Let me see. Do we have anything interesting on uh, Twitter? Uh, happy T Word Tuesday. Gross. Oh, let's see what Pedro is saying. Uh, today, the FBI has been caught abusing its power. That's why we need to get really angry and support the guy who just recently defended uh, hiring deep state foot soldier Christopher Ray to lead the bureau. Oh, God, I can't stand this dude. Hold on one second, guys. I gotta, I gotta set the record straight really quick. Where's that? Where's that tweet at? All right, it is in times like this, you gotta, you gotta just keep it simple. Dang, bro. Aren't you an X question mark? It's got to keep it simple, you know, apply. That'll show him. So yeah, uh, good night, short show. Um, I got to go fix my internet cause it's all messed up, but, uh, I appreciate everybody joining me today. Uh, sorry. I was taken off guard by some of the comments earlier that were made. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. We'll see. Hmm. Now I, don't, now I don't even know the fate of my own show in the future. It's like, is she's going to be back or not? I don't know, guys. I don't know. Uh, smooches. All right, everybody. Uh, God bless Trump. He did nothing wrong. Uh, congrats to Daniel Cameron and uh, all the other people that, uh, that that came out and stopped for MAGA. Uh, we, we've been watching this closely, and hopefully it, just, hopefully it gets better, man. This is a big day for Trump. This is a big day for MAGA, and um, it, it gives me hope for 2024. So everybody, peace out.